It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Franz Wagner shows out again at Eurobasket, and his arrival just feels more and more inevitable. Plus, we got perhaps a sneak peek at some 2K ratings. We'll talk about the magic in the upcoming video game. And one player that I think a lot of players are eager to play with, and a player that we're still figuring out what to do with, we'll chat about... Bowl Bowl coming up here in just a moment. It's a Tuesday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. you are indeed locked on magic today is september 6 2022 my name is philip rossmerich i'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com of course follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic we're going to talk a little bit about franz wagner we're going to talk a lot a bit about franz wagner as he has another incredible game 
at Eurobasket, why it, it, it's feeling more inevitable that he is going to have a really good season for the Orlando Magic. We'll build on some things that we talked about in our last episode. Plus, we saw perhaps a leak of NBA 2K ratings, NBA 2K Day coming up on Friday. Uh, I will have to wait a whole week before I play it because uh, I'll be out of town. But um, we will talk a little bit about what to expect from the Magic in the new video game where your likely gripes are going to be. And then we'll talk about one of the most popular players in that game, Bull Bull, and what to expect from him this season. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it is a few days later, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. So I, I came on here uh, Saturday afternoon uh, and did a quick pod on Franz Wagner uh, and the way that he played in his first two uh, Eurobasket games for Germany. Eurobasket, huge international tournament. It's a big deal. Um, and Franz Wagner has had a nice run with the national team leading up to the games that counted. But when the games counted, when the games really mattered, Wagner stepped up in a huge way and had uh, some really incredible strong performances. Um, like I said uh, on Saturday, show you could go back and listen to that. Um, it really felt like Franz was doing everything that he de- does at, for the Magic at just a much higher level. And yes, there are areas of the game where uh, I think we all wanted to see him improve, but, but the fact of the matter is he is getting better at the things he's already really good at. It's a super encouraging, it's a super fun thing to watch as Wagner really just takes this league by storm or takes this tournament by storm. It's 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 really exciting. Just just no other way to say it. Uh, as a team with so many young players, as a team with so much going for it, um, it's just really intriguing to see what he does when he brings it back. Then came Sunday's game, a back-to-back playing against Lithuania, a team that had a huge size advantage that essentially just got all of Germany's bigs in foul trouble. And there was Franz Wagner carrying Germany to a win. It ended up being a 109-107 double overtime victory. Um, it probably shouldn't have even gone into overtime. Germany really had the game in hand, had to scramble uh, to, to, to you know, kind of let Lithuania back in the game, had to scramble in overtime to get back and force a second overtime. But um, Franz Wagner had perhaps his finest game. And again, it's, it's, it's just doing all the things that he does well already. Wagner scored 32 points on 12 for 20 shooting, including a run of 14 straight points at one point um, in the second half. Had a pair of late pull-up three-pointers that made it a, a really a seven-point game with about two minutes to play. And again, Germany lost the game because they kind of went into a shell. They played through Dennis Schroeder instead of playing through Franz Wagner. Um, they missed some shots that they needed to make, and, and fatigue definitely uh, set in, especially as they struggled to deal with Jonas Valanciunas on the inside. Daniel Theis had fouled out. Um, Johannes Voigtman was in foul trouble. They were really struggling to match the size, and so they were giving up some offensive rebounds. They were fouling a ton in the game. It, it was a frustrating game. Lithuania would say they were also frustrated with the officials. They lodged an official complaint saying that they should have gotten a free throw on a technical foul in the third quarter that they didn't get. Um, it's welcome to FIBA basketball, everyone. The U.S.'s game on Sunday was rained out. 
Um, there was a leak in the roof at the built at the gym they were playing in in Brazil. Uh, their game was postponed. Uh, the second half of that game was postponed to tomorrow. They ended up winning today against Panama to, to improve to one and one at the America. But that's a completely different tournament. Um, again, welcome to FIBA basketball. Uh, but Franz Wagner just had this incredible game. Um, and again, it, it's it's not that he's doing anything that we don't expect him to do. Um, he's cutting to the basket and, and, and getting passes and, and being active there. He's, you know, running pick and rolls, getting the lane and, and hitting those nice little floaters and feathery touch shots he has. He's got, we, we all saw a little bit of that step back game um, during his rookie year. He played, uh, played that step back game perfectly on several occasions. He's done that throughout. When teams went under screens on him, he buried the three. It's not that any of this is unfounded, and certainly an improvement in his three-point shot is just going to greatly increase uh, his his ability to contribute at the uh, uh, contribute moving forward. It's not that he's doing all of these things. We expect him to do all these things. It's that he's doing them at a higher level. He's doing it much more confidently. He just it, it just feels like he knows what he's capable of doing. He's smart. He is willing to experiment more. He is willing to push himself more. But it's because. He is confident enough to do it. We said this throughout the course of last season with the Magic. I will say this watching this this Germany team uh, for the last couple weeks. When the offense is working, the ball finds Franz Wagner. So you don't have to run a ton of plays for him. He will make things happen. But by the same token as well, um, um, the ball needs to be in Franz Wagner's hands for good things to happen. Um, I know Dennis Schroeder is a team captain. I know that he is a much longer tenured player on that national team. But Franz Wagner is the better player. Franz Wagner is the guy that Germany should be running their offense through and should be uh, making an impact with. He is just that good. Just plain, plain and simple. He is just that good. At this point, I can't. I I I I can repeat all this again. But but at this point, this is a very high level of competition. Um, Lithuania has Demontis Sabonis. They have Jonas Valanciunas. That is a very skilled team. Um, they beat France, and, and Franz Wagner to me had the best defensive game I've ever seen against Evan Fournier in a FIBA competition outside of the United States. The United States has bottled up a little bit, but. Um, he's playing incredibly high defense on both the, in both the paint and on the perimeter. He's had some really nice blocks. Everything he's doing is just at a higher level. And, and I think we just have to sit here and say much more definitively now, if this is the Franz Wagner that is making his way across the pond, across the Atlantic Ocean now to, to, to the Orlando Magic, we're getting a very good player. And it's going to be hard to deny how good he is. Um, it's going to be hard to deny him all the attention that he deserves, all the flowers that he deserves this season. I will sit here and admit that I was one of the people low on Franz Wagner entering the draft. I, I fall into the old jack-of-all-trades trap. Um, I will sit here and say that I'm. it's not that I'm low on Franz Wagner, but I, I still question whether he can be the number one option. Maybe those questions are still true and, and maybe those questions still exist. But I will also sit here and say, after watching how he's developed, that he is going to have a really good season. And 
everyone who seemed to ignore him throughout his rookie season, they're going to have to take notice. They're going to have to see what this guy can do. They're going to have to acknowledge all the things that he does. And really, what's been amazing about Franz Wagner is that it does not matter the system that he's in. He will find a way to make an impact. It does not matter how many plays you run for him. He will find a way to make others better. And now that he's doing all of this at a higher level, that he's doing all this much better than he was before, it's really scary for the rest of the league. I hate to say it. It is truly frightening how good he can be. And frankly, that part is just really exciting. Um, you don't want to overhype anything, and maybe I am doing that here, but he's really good. And he's playing really well at a, at a tournament that is probably outside of the Olympics and, and the all the all international competitions, the, the FIBA, uh, FIBA World Cup, the Olympics. He is playing well and starring in a tournament, in the best tournament in the world. Obviously, we will get another good look at him today on Tuesday um, as Germany takes on Slovenia. Germany advancing out to the round of 16. They will move on. It's now just about seeding. They have two games left. They'll play Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll talk about those games here on the podcast as well. Before we move on, don't forget that we are going to do a, a Twitter Spaces. We'll do a live-type show. It won't be live on the YouTube, but we will do a live show on Twitter Spaces. Follow me on Twitter, at Daily. The plan is to go live at 5.30. We'll talk all things Orlando Magic, so bring your questions. We'll talk about this game against Slovenia and a whole lot more. So bring your Magic questions. Again, follow me on Twitter, at Daily. We'll let you know when we go live. Should be a, a, a really, really good time at the end of the day. Before we move on, though, to talk a little bit about NBA 2K ratings, which I know is everyone's favorite thing, let's hear a quick word from Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's great joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate, and Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to the chocolate, to the cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks right on the top. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it or the sometimes stomach ache that you get from eating raw cookie dough. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So run, don't walk, run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself like I do. Like all Built Bars, new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 1% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. What's great about Built is all of their bars, not just the cookie dough chunk puff, are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. So ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15. That's a new promo code now, LOCKEDON15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON15 today. 
Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So, uh, with the season on the horizon, it is it is it is coming slowly but surely. We will get out of this NBA desert. We'll be back in the season. Labor Day has passed now, um, so players are starting to return to their home markets. We should be hearing about pickup runs inside training facilities. We should be hearing about mini camp. You know the kind of voluntary workouts and mini camps. Obviously, Franz Wagner won't be at those because he'll be playing in Eurobasket, but. Um, we are getting closer and closer to the NBA season, and if you're a gamer like me, the release of NBA 2K is one of the best days on the calendar. This Friday, of course, NBA 2K23 with Devin Booker on the cover, or Michael Jordan on the cover, or Sue Bird on the cover, or is it, uh, is it Sue Bird on the cover this year? I don't know who the, who the WNBA cover is. Uh, it was Candace, Candace Parker last year. I think it's Sue Bird this year. Um, whoever you get on the cover could be J. Cole, too. I, um it's uh, NBA 2K Day is, is a fun day. It's, it's sort of the unofficial start of the NBA season. Um, like I said, I'll be on vacation next week, so I'll have to wait a week to, to play to make sure I get my version of Paolo Bancaro, or, or I don't know if they'll release him that early, but um, to, 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 get, to get in on the game. Uh, and one of the things that everyone is very much looking forward to and, and waiting to see is what player ratings are going to be. Um, to see... Who is going to be rated what and, and everything else? And we're already starting to see some screen grabs uh, from people who have played early versions of the game. Uh, again, it's coming out in, on Friday. Um, we're already starting to see early versions, uh, early early screen grabs of 2K ratings, uh, some, some guesses, some estimations, all that stuff. A lot of it's getting taken down pretty quickly, but um, we got a look. We got a brief, 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 brief look at what the Magic are going to be rated in this video game. And as you would expect, the Magic are not rated particularly highly to start. Um, I don't want people to get up in arms about that. I went over how stacked and loaded the Eastern Conference was uh, last week or the week before. Um, you could go back and listen to that, but this is a really good Eastern Conference. This is a really young Orlando Magic team. There's a lot of questions about this Magic team. I am not surprised. I would not be surprised if Magic are still near the bottom of the standings this year. That's still a very likely outcome. They probably still need another year to, to figure things out and, and to learn how to win, um, get a little pressure on them, maybe uh, force the Magic to make some moves to uh, gen- to generally improve the roster. Uh, again, a lot of it is just rookies need to play a little bit more. Franz Wagner needs another year. Uh, Jalen Suggs needs another year. Paolo Bancaro just needs to play a year. Magic have to figure out what they have. It, it, it's it's not so surprising. 
Um, there are some legitimate gripes that I think we will see. One being Franz Wagner's rating. It, it, the, the, the leak that I saw, it's been taken down. So otherwise, I would share it with you directly here. Um, had Franz Wagner as an 80, I believe, um, which feels okay, uh, but I would have probably liked to see him be an 81. Um, it still rates Jonathan Isaac really highly. I think they dropped him down to a 79 overall rating. Um, it still rates Mo Bamba really high. I think Mo Bamba was an 80. Uh, Wendell Carter is the top guy on the team at 82 overall, um, which again, I don't think so crazy. I think his uh, on my team, they did dynamic ratings, which was kind of a sliding scale rating system where as players played better in real life, they increased their ratings almost daily. Um, Wendell Carter, I think, finished at an 88 uh, a ruby card, a ruby card on, on my team. I'm a my team player. I love history. I love playing. I love kind of making different combinations and and, and doing all that. So I I I think I I I play my team. I, I think there's more of us now than there used to be. Um, I'm also a card collector, top shot guy. So uh, I, I like the collecting aspect of that game as well. Um, but Carter, I think, finished at an 88. Uh, I believe that was that was by far the highest on the team. I think Franz finishes an 84 as a sapphire. So seeing him drop down to an 80 to start the season, not surprising, but. Um, Paolo Bancaro, I think, is also an 80 or an 81, maybe an 82. Mo Bamba's an 80, 81. Um, it, it's it's going to be weird. So if you're buying the video game, if you're playing this video game, don't expect the Magic to be good. You might be saying, oh, Paolo should be a lot better. Um, well, not really. Last year, I think Cade Cunningham started as an 82, maybe an 83, um, certainly low 80. So Paolo's starting at 81, 82 at the beginning of the season. Not unusual for a first overall pick. Uh, you know, again, unless it's a generational guy. You know, I don't think Cade was considered a generational guy. Paolo, uh, as much, as excited as we are for him, not considered that either. Um, Franz has just been a difficult guy, I think, for this game to rate um, because a lot of things he does aren't video game stuff. Um, you know, he's a fill-the-gaps player. He's a cutter. He's a slasher. Um, he's a decent three-point shooter. Um, so I'm not so surprised, but it just it, it feels weird to say that a video game rates Mo Bamba better than Franz Wagner. Um, Mo Bamba is an incredibly popular player on this video game. I, I can almost guarantee you, if you play my team, within the first month, we will get a Ruby Mo Bamba. We will get a, a kind of high-value Mo Bamba-type card. Um, they People that play this game love centers who can block shots and shoot threes. Mo Bamba checks off those boxes. Um, it's one of the reasons why he is always among the most popular players in the game. Same thing with Jonathan Isaac. I was actually a little surprised Jonathan Isaac got downgraded to a 79. Even during the dynamic ratings part of the game toward the end of the season last year, Jonathan Isaac's card was an 80 uh, on its base set. They did come out with like a 99 Jonathan Isaac, which is impossible to play because that's, you know, Jonathan Isaac at his peak. Um, but essentially, if he only played kind of the dynamic ratings set, he was an 80, um, even though he didn't play all year. Um, Markel Fultz settled in at 78. I would that he's 78, 79 uh, when the game comes out. Um, and, and and that's really it. I think Cole Anthony was a 79. He's probably going to get bumped up to an 80 to start the season. What does this all mean? What does this all say? Why am I going through uh, fictitious rankings on a video game? Um, first, it is a little bit of an assessment of, of how the national perspective views this team. Um, and, 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 you know, I think when people saw the screen grab that was put up with the Magic's 2K ratings, they immediately went to the potential side. And yes, Paolo had an A-plus potential. Jalen Suggs had an A-minus potential. Franz Wagner was a B. And so it, it, it 
I will admit this, and I don't think it's completely wrong. I think the Magic are one of those teams right now that they don't have a lot of kind of the high-value stars or high-value young players, as good and interesting as their young core is. They don't have those kind of high-value players um, that get them to pay attention. It, It would not surprise me if, as they're putting the game together, the Magic are one of the last teams right now that the developers are worrying about. And, you know, again, I don't know what the process is, so I don't want to assume too much here. But it, it always feels like, when, at least during this rebuild, that when the Magic come out in this video game, it just always feels like there's a few details that are off. Um, just ask Evan Fournier. Um, there's a few details that are off, including kind of the, the rank ordering of players that, that we feel as people that watch this game Watch this team all the time. So I I think that's the first thing it says. The next thing it says is is kind of the clustering of all the players in a pretty tight area. Um, Wendell Carter is probably going to be the highest rated player in this game. It sounds like he's going to be an 82. I'd probably put him at 83. 84 might be a little high. Um, You're getting into verging on... 85 is essentially an all-star, an all-star capable player. And, and, And... I look, I think a lot of players on this Magic roster have all-star ability. They aren't there yet, so I don't think any of them should be rated that highly quite yet. Um, Wendell Carter's probably going to be the highest-rated player at 82. We've talked about Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner being 81s. Uh, you know, Cole Anthony, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba. I- I'm not against Mo Bamba being an 80. I'd probably put him at a 79, 78. I think he finished last year in the dynamic ratings as a 78. So he's getting a little bump because... NBA 2K players like him, and, and he didn't have maybe the strongest finish of the season. Um, so, you know, again, Mo Bamba's a sem- somewhere between 80 and 78. Terrence Ross probably should be a 75. I think he's going to end up being a 77. Gary Harris is a 75. Essentially, everyone on this Magic roster, until you get to maybe RJ Hampton, is going to be about the same. And, and, and so, you know, I think something that we are trying to con- con- conceptualize and, and think about as we get to what this team's actually going to look like, is that it might very well be still a very egalitarian offense. We may still see a different leading scorer every night. We may still see this team struggle to put a pecking order together of, okay, who's our leading scorer every night? Um, you know, the way Franz is playing in Euro basket, maybe it's Franz. We expect it to eventually be Paolo Bancaro, but I don't think it's going to be Paolo Bancaro immediately. I think he's going to need some time to get used to the NBA. Um, I don't think he's going to be hit the league automatically a 20-point score. Now, certainly by February, March, April, I want to see that more consistently because that'll tell us which direction this team is, is going and growing. And look, at the end of the day, I do expect Paolo Vancaro to be the rookie of the year. I know he's the betting favorite to be the rookie of the year. Shout out betonline.ag. But uh, I, I think that, I think that again, he'll have spurt games, but he'll have bad games too. So, an egalitarian offense right now it isn't the worst thing in the world, but at some point the Magic got to make some decisions and move guys into the roles that they're ultimately going to play. Um, this is this is really kind of the big message that I would take from the 2K ratings and from the potential of these 2K ratings. It, it, it's not about the upper and lower bounds. It's not about being upset about an overall rating. Right now it's about looking at what is the pecking order on this team what is the strength of an egalitarian offense of kind of a by-committee offense? What are the weaknesses of it? And what does that say about the way that this team is building? Since we're talking about 2K then, 
we got to talk about one player who is very much at the heart of 2K in a lot of ways. Very much at the heart of what video game players kind of dream up. And a player who I can't quite figure out what his role is going to be, and even kind of to some extent, why the Magic decide to keep him. We got to chat a little bit about Bull Bull. We'll do that coming up here in just a moment. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So... You know, one of the big questions that I got throughout the course of the offseason, I'm sure I'll get it tomorrow, tomorrow uh, today on the Magic Spaces that we're doing at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, uh, at Omagic Daily. Um, one of the questions that I, I, I got a lot throughout the course of the offseason is, are the Magic going to re-sign Bull Bull? What do you imagine for Bull Bull? And, you know, again, the reason why I think it's good to tag into this discussion about 2K is Bol Bol is a player built out of imagination. And at this point, he is a player that exists fully in imagination. This is a guy who has gotten a 99 card in my team the last two years. That's how much people like playing as this player. He's gotten a 99 card more than Mobamba has, who is very much similar in a lot of ways. This is a guy that just captures imagination. A seven-footer, that can shoot threes, that has some guard skills. I mean, we're getting ready to see Victor Wembenyama, and, and I saw a report and a rumor that Victor Wembenyama's team is going to play the G League Ignite in an exhibition game in a friendly, allowing us to see Wembenyama play up against Scoot Henderson, uh, the most likely, uh, uh, the, most likely the top two picks uh, in the upcoming draft. So, you know, it's it's hard to like wrap your head around what Bull Bull is in reality compared to what everyone imagines he could be. The fact of the matter is, starting from even his time in Oregon, injuries have been the big story for Bull Bull. He broke his foot early on in his career in college. That season was completely wiped away. He gets drafted in the second round to the Denver Nuggets. He spends most of that first season uh, in the G League, Returns, uh, goes to the te- with the team into the bubble, Gets some playing time there with the expanded rosters and, and, the, and the necessity to kind of spread minutes out more and be more careful with minutes. Plays really well. Shoots 44.4% from, from beyond the arc in seven games. 5.7 points per game. And then just 
has injuries and struggles to kind of find his place. In 2021, he played 32 games, averaging 2.2 points per game, uh, shooting just 43.1% from the floor. Again, just very small sample sizes. Last year, he plays just 14 games with 2.4 points per game. He has the shot blocking capabilities. He has the three-point shooting capabilities, but he's never on the floor long enough to draw anything resembling an illusion. Let's not even, not, not even just predict what he can do. He's just not on the floor at all. Now, some of that is certainly a product of playing in the, with the Denver Nuggets and certainly playing on a team that has title aspirations. They don't have the time to develop a player, to give that kind of a player the time that he needs. That's why R.J. Hampton going to Orlando was really the best move for him because R.J. Hampton was never going to play in Denver. You know, they draft a guy like Bones Highland, who was a four-year player in college, who could give them something immediately. R.J. Hampton, as, as we've seen in Orlando, yes, he has talent. Yes, he can do a lot of things. He is not ready to contribute immediately. He's got a lot of work to do. This is just plain and simple. A lot of work to do. And so, you know, it's 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 difficult to really guess what Bull Bull can do. Now, if he's healthy, if he's able to hit shots, that changes a lot of things. But what is his role on this Magic team? Surely the Magic, you know, and, and I think this is one of the big problems that the Magic have, is they're just so young, it's hard to find him a spot in the rotation. The only way I could see Bull Bull playing consistently is if the Magic look at the Gary Harris situation and decide to go big, to play Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter together a little bit more, to play Mo Wagner alongside another big. Uh, if there's injuries that open a pathway in, in, in the front court, whether it's Isaac or, or one of the others, but Bull Bull doesn't have a clear pathway to play. It does make me wonder if part of the plan is to play him in the G League a little bit again this year. And again, he's done all right in the G League. Let me pull up his G League stats real fast, so I'll stall here. Um, Bull Bull has done okay in the G League. It's None of it's going to blow you away. He averaged uh, in eight games with, uh, with Windy City Bulls in 2020. He averaged 12 points per game. Shot 36.4% from beyond the arc. 5.8 rebounds per game, 2.3 blocks per game. So... Clearly, if he's healthy, if he's given consistent playing time, he might be able to do something. But it's all theoretical. It's all all painfully unclear what exactly he can do and where exactly he fits. Bobo will be the lowest-rated player in NBA 2K for the Magic this year. Um, he is the last guy on this bench, at least among the main roster players. I'd, I'd put Devin Kennedy ahead of him, to be perfectly honest. Um, and, and, and again, it's not, that's, that's not a slight on anyone. This is a really talented young roster. There's a lot of players that need time and attention. Bol Bol is one of them. And I'm not sure he's going to get the time. And so I asked this question, what is Bol Bol? And what are the Magic expecting of him? I'm not sure what the answer is. Maybe he can play himself into a role and carve himself a place with this team. It's very possible. He's an extremely talented player, and I think that's ultimately what the Magic bet on. But to those asking what about Bull Bull, I don't know. 
I don't have a good answer and we don't frankly have enough data or, 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 or tape to tell us what he is quite yet. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places on our podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily, as well as uh, 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 check out the website orlandomagicdaily.com. I mix things up there. Don't forget to join us for our Twitter spaces today, Tuesday, September 6th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll talk all things Orlando Magic. Bring your questions um, as we'll react to Franz Wagner's game against uh, Slovenia in Eurobasket, plus a whole lot more. Now that you're done listening to us, go check out the Ultimate NFL Preview, the Ultimate Pro Football Preview Podcast, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022. Again, that's Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Again, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Hope you all had a great Labor Day. Looking forward to some great basketball on Tuesday afternoon. Let's, uh, getting ready for Wednesday's U.S. Open Cup. So a lot going on. Uh, we'll get to a lot of it here on Locked On Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this is the film Magic. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.